Hi, everybody. I'm Marv Albert. My name is Michael Jordan. I'm Xavier McDaniel, the Seattle Supersonics. Hey, I'm John Spider Sally, the Detroit Pistons. Hey, this is Rick Mahorn. I'm a bad boy for life. Now, if you're not on the Pick and Roll podcast, I'm going to come out there looking for you because you know what? Bad boys like to be listened to on the podcast. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. But I'm not picking. I ain't even rolling. That just said tremendous upside with this young man. On a Christmas Boxing Day edition of the Pick and Roll podcast, we're back. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a minute, Gav. It has. It has. Um, it's been more than a minute, month. <laughs> happy festivus, happy Christmas, and all that jazz. Yes, yes, same to you and the people listening. If of course, yes. Oh, we're, if you've stuck with us this long, cracky. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, it's yes. So yeah, just a Boxing Day at home. Um, have you managed to avoid the lurg? Are you uh, healthy? And, yes, uh, yeah, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I live like Mrs. Havisham these days. I'm working <laughs> from home and stuff like that. So I, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, I had my booster booked in for like Christmas Eve, and then there were loads of people going, "Oh, I've got to the walk-in." But I figured that I'd be the sort of person who'd get it, going to stand in the queue for a walk-in. So uh, how did you I just wait? It threw me like the day after. I felt a bit. Ugh. Uh, a little bit, yeah, but it mostly just felt like I'd been stabbed in the arm. Yeah, I felt like someone was sat on my shoulders for a day, so it was weird. It was, yeah, it's a strange. Uh, a little bit off yesterday, but I don't know if it's because I woke up and got high and ate loads of food. Cause it was <laughs> might have had something to do with it. There's always a chance. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, the Christmas Day games are actually mildly entertaining. Um, even yes. the sort of Knicks Hawks blowout, which uh, I lumped a considerable amount of money on when I saw the line was six uh, and saw the Hawks yeah. roster. Uh, it was actually uh, Kemba actually put a show on, uh, which was interesting. He did, he did. He went full Westbrook towards the end for that last rebound. Yeah, yeah. He got a bit carried away with the triple double thing. Oh, I'll put it. Do you notice they've not got the Christmas unis anymore? Picked up on that yesterday. Remember every year they used to have like a, the Christmas Day uniform, didn't they? And, Special Christmas that. Day unit. Yeah. yeah. Was that an Adidas I mean, the, thing? Has Nike not done that since they took it on? I, I think they've maybe not made such a big thing of it. No, it was a big thing. Maybe not made such a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did I did like that Knicks look, the black and orange, though. So. Yeah, it looked nice. The court looked good as well. I'm not sure about the Hawks one. I like the fact they brought the old sort of late 90s Hawks logo they got on the front of them. I'm not sure about that yellow. It was a bit... Yeah, yeah. No, the yellow... Poor look, I think. Yeah, it was just off. Everything looked off. Not really working for me. That one, but, uh, no. I mean, yeah, like I say, I, I like the way they brought the sort of, tried to bring the original kind of colourway back mm. from that, when they were that, that dark, that Josh Smith era, like, navy was, I, I, what was that? You know, that's not... Uh, we might as well sort of start with the Warriors then, who, um, 27-6 now after beating... Phoenix, underhanded as well, you know, no win, yeah. no Iggy who's been out a bit and uh, various others, and um, yeah, they're just crushing teams with the defence, aren't they? Um, number one, yeah, league, yeah, it's, uh, best offence in the league, and uh, they're just fucking trouncing teams, aren't they, really? It sort of makes you wonder why they've been so blare the last couple of years. Yeah, I think it was 
I think it was the bench more than anything, really. They, yeah. When Steph went out of the game, it was really literally had nothing, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah. you know, they've got sort of competent NBA players now, like Bielitsa and um, Otto Porter. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gary Payton, the second, who's been an absolute revelation. Uh, a revelation, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he was a late training camp roster ad, really. Beat uh, Avery Bradley out, and um, he cuts really well. And if you fucking play for the Warriors and if you cut to the basket, you're going to get the ball and you're going to score. You know, it's um, it's a perfect role for him, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. He's a, plugged in and found a, found a role. Yeah. That's for sure. Found the a role. Three, the three ball's it's... coming on a, a bit. He struggled with that early on, but he's hit him. I mean, they're all wide open, but um, he's knocking yeah. him down. So, you know, that's, uh, you have to respect yeah. that shot. Yeah, yeah. That's what you've got to do when you, can't sag off somebody when they're in the corner. That's you got to be able to keep them honest and keep them keep them that extra step out so they're not clogging up the lane. Yeah, it was his hops that surprised me more than anything. I wasn't aware. I'm not watching a great deal of him over his sort of various stops in the league. But um, fucking it's hell, it's quite he hard. Win. It's quite hard to, isn't it? That's why yeah. he's not yeah. in these kind of minutes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, him and Otto Porter on the on the minimum are just yeah, fucking hell. You're getting more than bang for your buck. Um, with those. So yeah, I think that's been the difference really. And uh, and Draymond looks sort of peak fitness again. He's playing at that defensive player of the year level, hasn't he? As uh, sort of carrying the defense and stuff. So yeah, they've just got bodies yeah. they've not had these last. A lot years. of it seems to have a, a a lot of it seems to have been that um, Draymond seems to believe he's a serious contender. Yeah, this year, and that's yeah. the difference. The last couple of years, he's been. Uh, if you know what I mean, shit talking in the wrong way. Yeah, totally. Whereas now he's back to barking at teammates for not doing the right things at the right time. Which is, if you know, there's a delicate balance, isn't there, between being the person that barks at people and being the person that barks at the right time so people take it on board. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he seems to be reinvigorated in that sort of way. No, absolutely. And obviously, you know. They get Clay back well, if and when. We'll see. Remains to be seen how much he can offer, but um, everything's a bonus, isn't it, at this point? And uh, with uh, uh, spacing, if no else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, still it's, it's whether he can. Uh, There's four men on him. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. It'll yeah, it, it's whether he can do that thing where he used to, where Draymond would take up the best big man, he'd pick up the best short guy can he stay yeah, in front of people laterally now that's the that's the question isn't it does he go from being that sort of locked down he's, he's got quite a big yeah, 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 yeah but I, I mean like yeah, like he'll never lose that shot he's still going to get round he'll never lose that shot yeah he'll never lose that shot and if he couldn't walk at all he'd be Steve Novak or Matt Bonner or something if you know what I mean like never ever lose that shot but can he be what he was before? Yeah. Which is, um, yeah. Kaminga's um, had little flashes that we are like, ooh, fuck, he's only 19. He looks just, that body and just the explosion and stuff, you're like, fuck. <laughs> um, you can see where they yes. sort of roll the dice sort of. Yes, he's spry. He's springy. Uh, I mean, they've got, him and Wiseman and stuff, they've got good young players. It's how they mesh this. You know, fine line, aren't they, between contending and rebuilding, and it's uh, looking good so yeah, far. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 
it's very easy to carry on and then suddenly find it's all just gone to rubbish. Mm. And when you put when you put your all your hat into old stars or aging veteran stars, then it'll fall apart quite quickly. Which is curiously uh, something Miami don't seem to learn. No, they. I mean, their injury problems so, have been younger guys, really. Well, bam. Yeah. So, so they have the way LeBron Bosch era, if you know what I mean. There's Udonis Haslam, there's Mario Chalmers, and they're all really old, and they have that that glorious little period, uh, and then um, and then they're done, and then they're done, done for quite a while. You know, heat culture. But last year they've got a, a team that starts to break through. They've got youngish core, good players starting to come from make their way, and then you know Kyle Lowry, you get Kyle Lowry in on top of Jimmy Butler, and like. Eh, I think uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not convinced as to their commitment to it, just because I don't know. Pat Riley's got to be a week away from death constantly, so <laughs> you got to believe he's willing to trade it to blow it all up for some for like a decent star, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, Bam's out until we've been out past month. Looks like he's out past the All Star break, doesn't it, with that broken thumb? So it's typical Miami. You're not really as long as they're in the playoffs, you gotta. Whoever seed the eye probably doesn't really matter. It's just all having their, like you say, everybody healthy, isn't it? Yeah, that's to be fair. That's that's the thing. They sort of, uh, it's weird. They sort of their relationship with LeBron as an organization. They they like worked around him and took it took from that and and like moved forward and kept that sort of same stuff. Whereas LeBron didn't quite seem to. He only sees it from his point of view. If you know what I mean, they're very much like, yeah, the regular season doesn't really matter. We just need to be there. We just need to be like seeding, whatever. It doesn't really matter at this point. It's better to be there than to worry. Twenty and thirteen, they got the fifth best offense, and the defense is sort of held up as well. So the numbers look good. Yeah, you know, so they're, they're good. They're good. It's going to be a mix in the East. It is wide open, but I mean, it seems that there's a the East is particularly strong this year. Well, I think you've got. Brooklyn and Milwaukee look like the contenders, don't they? And then I think you probably yeah. put Miami yeah. behind them somewhere. Miami behind them, yep. And we'll come on to your Cleveland Cavaliers in a minute. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of wily veterans, uh, fucking what we had in last week: Joe Johnson, uh, Lance Stevenson, Stanley Johnson, Adam Silver's NBA. Everybody, it's, uh, if you're Michael it's Beasley's it, agent right now, you're like. Should I be getting fired here? Why, why is he not back in the league? It's, uh, it's got to be a matter of days, surely. Larry Sanders are back. <laughs> Larry Sanders will be back soon. Who else can who else can come back? I'd like to see Larry back. Greg Oden. Greg Oden will have another one. Joaquin Noah, maybe. Uh, I think Wacky's done, surely. Surely. Yeah, you can imagine. So. Maybe they can get Boris Dia off the bottom of the Indian Ocean or something. To I think Boris is... Suit up. That should sail literally. <laughs> literally, that catamaran's off. You know I mean? I'm sure I saw a picture of him today, like, dressed as Santa at the bottom of the ocean somewhere. Yeah, he looks like he's been uh, living the good life, for sure. I don't blame yeah. him. Yeah, it's a funny one. I mean, in the West, kind of, Utah are just doing what they did they the last few years. Really. Aren't they? That's what they... Like, they're Utah. There's something, there's something not right there. They're never really going to be my true favourites. No. It's going to be the... 
third and fourth rated team, like conference finals maybe, certainly semi-finals. Well, they're a match-up team, aren't they, when it comes to playoff time. It all comes down to that, doesn't it? They'll they'll pick and roll teams to death in the half court in the regular season and and get wins and stuff. And, you know, they they kill you on the boards and stuff. But we we know who they are at this stage. It's all about the playoffs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean. They're, They're missing something. In the same way Portland have been this whole time. But there's something, there's an ingredient not quite right there. And I, I think that'll be the same this year. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix have kind of, we were unsure if they were, sort of, should have been one of the favourites to get back to the finals uh, pre-season. But they're proving to be, again, a great regular season team, aren't they? They just, they keep on ticking. Yeah. Whatever Chris Paul is healthy, even when Booker's out and stuff, they, uh, they keep on ticking, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he does. He just keeps them ticking over, keeps them, keeps them going. He's amazing when you think about it for a player who doesn't jump. No, I mean, he doesn't get to the rim anymore. That would be my concern down the business end of the season when it comes to sort of finals or conference. You know, Steph Curry can still get to the rim when his shot's not falling. Chris Paul can't really do that anymore, can he? And it's, if he's the guy with, you know, the ball in his hands a lot, it's, a lot to ask, um, but he's stayed remarkably healthy the last couple of years. So. Yeah, yeah, surprise, really surprisingly. When you think about it, he was wearing like a like a tubey grip across his whole body a few years ago, <laughs> always on like one whole arm and stuff, like just like oh, looking weird, like elbow tendonitis. But yeah, no, he's looking healthy and spry. Yeah, they're a great defensive team as well, aren't they? Um, well, also they. They've got um. They've just got a really good balanced team, haven't they? You know, they look like got a, balanced like, and they've got. You a, said last year, they've got a point guard, they've got a shooting guard, they've got a small, you know. Yeah. They've not overcomplicated it, have they? You know. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of like um, kind of. I remember I remember used to uh, Jalen Rose used to say something that would really really annoy me. That uh, he he would say what 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 was it that positions in basketball were only invented for like people to watch the fans you know, stuff yeah anything in the fans but well if that's true why did positions keep on if you know what I mean you just fuck the fans we'll just play this glorious positionless everybody's going to be woo ha ha like Harlem Globetrotters and we'll win everything and the fans will watch that and they'll learn from that you know it's not true though is it if you know what I mean like a well organized it's it's like the Rocky fallacy, if you know what I mean. That like uh, everybody wants the brawler to win, but a decent boxer will do that guy all the time. Like the so it, it's that that there's a there's a defined structure, there's a way to play this particular game within the rules, and the, yeah, the, and the, the parameters of come it. in and they do the same jobs. Like Javale will come in and just roll to the rim, like you know, um, DeAndre like Ayton and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like they're a, they're well constructed, and yeah, they're. they're Everybody knows their role. The key point is, I think they've got um, they've got quite a lot of guys that can make their own shot enough to keep people honest, like the Jay Crowders, like if, if they're open, and that's what Chris Paul can do. You know, they've got enough shooters around. Devin Booker is a weapon if needs be. I'm of the belief that he's the sort that, yeah, when it comes to it, that's probably not much you could do to stop him getting a bucket other than foul him. No, he's got the whole package on the internet. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of waiting for it. And yeah, I think he might have learnt a lot about pacing and stuff. Yeah. Not killing yourself in November. Yeah. 
Do you want to talk about uh, the surprising Cleveland Cavaliers? Um, Let's do it. Let's do it. You've been watching. Not Patrick, surprising actually. to me. Yeah, not surprising to me. I told you last year. The Cavs and I've not had that much time to watch them, but um, second you go back defense. to the end of last year, yeah. If you go back to the end of last year, I was, it was saying it like after the All Star break, they just looked different. It just looked mm. different, and then I don't know. Again, they're a well constructed side. Sex like, been going out for the season seems to have kind of done them a favour as well, doesn't it? Because the ball seems to be in Garland's hands more now, and um, yes, they've really, I think, they've gone a good, a good run since Sexton's gone down. Not that, not saying they're a better team without him, but it seems to have helped them a little. Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah, it might be that old Ewing theory thing. It's also yeah. allowed uh, Ricky Rubio to have a lot of the ball more than he may have done before, and uh, that that I think he, like Chris Paul, helps. If you know what I mean, he can keep the ball moving and keep guys involved and. Because he isn't a shoot first point guard, is he? So he's got a shoot last point guard. So, so uh, I, I think that's re that's been a real big difference for him. And then like him and Kevin Love's re-engaged as like the high paid vet on the team. But like, their second unit, yeah, the second unit is like the two thousand Wolves, two thousand fourteen <laughs> Wolves. Like it's, but yeah, Evan Mobley is looks he, he's what he's like. All right, you're you're one of them. Well, I don't know. You only have to look at him for five minutes to be like, yeah, all right. You see him run down the court twice, you're like, hello. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're one of them. Shit. Yeah. Him and Alan, just good luck. Good luck getting to the rim. Do you know what I mean? They're just. Isn't it? Isn't Jared it? Alan could be an all star this year, just like based on the numbers and their record and stuff. It's, um, yeah, yeah. The, Nets, the Nets did themselves proper dirty with that. And it, it seems fascinating to me that. Um, Basically, everything the Nets had good going before this, they went in on this nonsense, uh, was based on Dinwiddie and Jared Allen. Mm. And Joe well, Harris. To, uh, to give DeAndre Jordan a job, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think if, yeah, if, you, if you'd have kept Harris, Dinwiddie and, and Jared Allen together and put bits in around those, I think you, you would have a really competent team for a while to come. Instead, they've gone all in on this kind of shit show. Mm. Second in defense, and that, that's where they've been getting it done. As well. so it just, um, it's hard, isn't it? They seem biggest. to play with two bigs all the time. Yeah, and like Laurie Markin and Kevin Kevin Love as well. If you know what I mean, like Taco Fall started from the other night. Um, there probably is a little regression come. I mean, they had that run where they lost six, didn't they? And it was like against the Warriors, the Celtics, and that's the Suns. Good teams, you know, but they've been really, really yeah. beat. On the bad teams, haven't they? But you still got to yeah. what's in front of you. So um, yeah, no, I mean the predictions. This have season's them Knicks, team, you know. When, this season's Knicks, and if if the stars align, maybe they top out as this season's Hawks, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. But they're not like I don't think they're a serious contender. No, for, yeah, in, in sort of thing. But yeah, there are there are everybody's performing. It's a really feel good story. Like the only problem is is that yeah they're. Their colourways and courts. It's fucking abysmal sometimes. It's horrible to look at sometimes. That's, I, don't, I think that's why it's college courts. It's been terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the package is not. Yeah, I can't bring myself to watch their home games. Yeah. I've wanted them to be good for a while because I got I've got a really good Cleveland cap I found ages ago, and <laughs> so I've wanted them to be good for a bit. I actually like their eighties clobber. You know, yeah, I've got like a. It's maroon. 
and it's like I don't know some sort of pretend vintage that they never really had, I imagine. But so it's just got two C's on the front, like CC. But yeah, no, they're a, they're a good watch, and if you aren't watching them, I suggest you do. They're this season's. But yeah, they're the league pass team of this season. Everybody thought it was going to be the the Hornets, but no, it's the it's the Cavs. Um, the books, um, kind of had a yeah iffy start, didn't they? The Brook Lopez back surgery news is not good news, is it? That doesn't sound good. Gonna be that a comes of a klaxon, that does. Whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop. Um, no, no, it's never good when people have back surgery. If you're like my size, if, if you're seven foot, then that's not good. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be a contender with Giannis uh, on the team. Oh, yeah, they look like NBA champions with a two-time NBA All-Star on them, if you know what mm. I mean. They look drilled and with that sort of, I don't know. They look to have uh, an assurance they didn't necessarily always have previously now. Yeah, there's a different level of confidence, isn't there, with the likes of Thomas and Kiru Holiday, I'd imagine now. But uh, Boogie Cousins' career revival. Um, it is, it is. Seeing some minutes now with Lopez out. And Wes Matthews back as well. Uh, yeah. Nice to see. Uh, hit a big shot last night against the Celtics, actually. Hit a big three down the stretch. Um, yeah, but yeah. Say Divincenzo was back last night as well. He's been out all season, so he'll help, obviously, now. You'll think they're going to stop. Ripping off some sort of win streaks here against the shitter teams, and um, yeah, yeah, Bud, Bud doesn't. Budenholzer doesn't like to take his foot off the gas in the regular season, is he? He's, he seems to very much value home court. Hmm. Yeah, uh, the other contenders in the East are Brooklyn, who obviously sit atop the conference, but um, Katie's obviously old yeah, world scorer and doing his thing. Fat James Harden's still plugging away. Kyrie James Harden still get, getting low and doing doing his crossover between his legs. Um, I just can't get excited about watching them anymore. I've seen this. I don't know. I don't think I've, I don't I think I've ever been excited about watching them. No. I don't think I've been excited about watching them. Well, not since they traded Jared Allen away and Spencer Dinwiddie. I like them. No, team. they were fun and we like them. And the... I like that team, but this is just, I don't know, some kind of weird. I don't know. Kevin Durant is not a. Likeable. It's funny how when you think about it, the guys with most of the guys with actual Nike shoes are complete fucking wallopers. <laughs> like just just like dickheads, if you know what I mean. Like just dickhead dudes. Like I yeah. want to buy your shoe, you're a prick. You yeah. Know, like Harry thinks really. The, the, the Nike <laughs> hyping of his shoe seems to have calmed down a bit for obvious reasons, doesn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. With this guy now. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, oh shit. How long's that contract? Oh fuck. Someone Those Durant gonna... shoes are fucking unwearable as well if you've got anything less than really skinny feet. It's just obviously built for him, but it's like general public. I don't know. We had long straight like ugh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've not been a big fan of those. I've never, never really had a pair. So, but he ah, speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah, they fucking hurt my feet after about ten minutes. Another surprising team in the East, the Bulls, obviously. Um, I wonder when we get to these. We slated these. Well, I did. I know I slated the. I loved him. Andre Rosen as a player. Don't get me wrong. I've always liked him, but I, I wasn't a massive fan of that contract and couldn't really see the fit there and how it would make them any better defensively, but um, it's the kind of the other moves they've made, the Alex Caruso, the Lonzo move, and they've really put a team that seems to work together, haven't they, surprisingly? Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. fucking I, I, I they, think they smash some teams at times, haven't they, really? 
if they're smart, they'd be probably looking to flip the Rosen quick as well, if I were them. That's what I'd be looking to do. Yeah, but who too? Who wants? There's very few teams who actually need DeMar DeRozan, though, isn't he? He's a very unique kind of player. I don't think... But that doesn't stop people. That doesn't stop people. Chicago seems like the right spot for him, weirdly. But I, I mean, just in terms of value. Just in terms of value. And, yeah, what did I tell you about CJ McCullum all those years? They just want to get in the playoffs, though, don't they? I think uh, that's, you know... Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, with... I, I think they didn't think... Caruso was going to be as good as he is and as vital those steals mm. and that pocket defense. So they're just a bit too guardy heavy. They need a big, don't they? I mean, Williams is out for you, but they, they still yeah, need, we'll, they need another big desperately if they're going to have a chance to do any, make any noise in the playoffs, you'd imagine. But. And you know what? As soon as you do get a player that's slightly unique and things like that, and like his value is as high as it has been since what? He left Toronto? Scoring season since sixteen seventeen, I think he's up to like nearly twenty seven. Yeah, so, he's still so, getting to the line, like nearly so. Of those, you know, who would you um, want to flip? Yeah, I, I would want to flip Levine. If you know what I mean? Although that's he might want to go after the, after after plenty of time there. It's not really affected yeah. his game either. His, his numbers are pretty much the same, maybe slightly down, but um, seems to be working out. Yeah, yeah, but well. it's just pieces. It's just pieces. It's just it's just how do you get the hole to the next level? It's nothing personal, if you know what I mean, in, in, other than that particular piece seems to have be artificially inflated in its value. The Knicks should have done exactly the same thing last season when because there's no way Julius Randle was going to be Julius Randle All-Star forever. That was an no, absolute I, I, I agree with that. We'll come on so, to Knicks a bit like So that. they should have flipped that straight away. Well, if, it's about cashing in, if you know what I mean. It's like it trading. Absolutely. But I don't think and people. Officer thinking like that though. Or Tudor, or whatever his name is. Yeah, it, it's really marketized, isn't it? The NBA and the way people contracts, but it's very much a market and you trade and you own these assets. People like to say assets, but then don't think of them like an asset. They get emotionally attached. And it's, it's nothing to do with emotion or anything like that. It's just how does this get the whole, if you know what I mean? It'd be like, Demar, it's because you played way better than we actually anticipated and th- at this point right now, if you know what I mean. Shit, get yourself to Sacramento and enjoy the sun for your golden years, mate. I want him to stay. So take Marvin Bagley and the Aaron Fox is, or something, if you know what I mean. No, this is a tight winning team. I do, I do love watching Demar. He's like a throwback. He's like, he's yeah. like an Adrian Dantley, Bernard King type, just crafty. Yes. No yeah, yeah. He's one of those... Um, it's like a throwback to the late 90s when every team had that one guy. It's still really athletic as well, even at his age, you know. It's, yeah, um, yeah. No, it, it's It's just, yeah, how how much better and above that, like his value is way higher than they probably ever anticipated. So that then changes your, your mm. thinking about it, doesn't it, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be surprised if he got traded though. Billy Donovan, I've never, never really known what to make of him as a coach because I don't really know what to, how to judge any coaches that have had Russell Westbrook on their team because this is a shit show. But so. it's hard, isn't it? Well, he, yeah. he seems to have the rep as the like that guy that gives the young guys the reps for the few years. The players seem to like him, don't they? You know, you don't you really make people bad mouthing him. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem to be an asshole or anything like that. You don't hear anything about him at all, do you? So. No. He's had the same haircut since he was in college as well. 
He's not doing the Derek Fisher and having the birds and things like that. <laughs> Toronto are another team I just don't know what the fuck to make of. Like, they're just... Uh, Toronto are Toronto, and again, their championship year was an aberration, and if you know what I mean, if a bounce goes a millimetre the other way that's not there, like, if the first, second, third, fifth, or sixth bouncer off the rim and that and that Kawhi shot goes slightly different, like, they, they never looked like they were going to kick on. They never looked, because their big asset walked away for free. This is what yeah. happened. They traded it, it. They've sold everything for that one shot, and it paid off. Yeah, and you would do it every time, you know. But that's it. They're back to being the Toronto Raptors again. Nobody wants to fucking go there, and they're not... I mean, they've had, it's been tough for them, obviously, not playing at home last year and all the yeah. COVID shit and that, but... Um... Can OG and Ananobi and Siakam just stay healthy for like six months? Is that too much to ask? They're always injured, aren't they? The pair of yeah, well, that, that's their big problem. Together. And also that Siakam didn't become the thing he was talked up to be. No, he looked great. And again, next to Kawhi Leonard. And then, yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's a bit like Wiggins. It reminds me a lot of Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Like, just looking out of his depth trying to carry the Timberwolves. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um, yeah. And uh, how much different does Wiggins look since that? Or can I? What you want me to be third, Badana? Yeah, all right. Absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. You give me good. one one night every three weeks where it's like my my night. Yeah, all right then. Yeah, they just seem to be treading water. Dragic has been away from the team, hasn't? Not that many didn't really go well, did it? I think he's maybe gone through divorce or something. Maybe some personal issues. But oh, clearly, doesn't want to be in Toronto. Uh, after when being a when. So. When was when was Dragic last a uh, like influential force on an NBA court? It's a bubble, really, wasn't it? He was totally mm. not hurt. He was but even that was aberrant, which I think was a lot about. The I guess a guy who gets stuff. Yeah, but also maybe a guy who cares more about playing for his country than his day to day job. You know, you get players who get fitter in World Cup years, stuff like that. Like <laughs> I. Because there was a long stretch, if you know what I mean. There was a long stretch. What was there? There was basically eight months with him and Eric Bledsoe and Gerald Green surprising everybody in Phoenix. And then a long spell after he'd gone to Miami where he didn't really do much and was hurt a lot. And then he got it back together and then we're off again. Going sure, spells, mm. Yeah, the East a mess. It's just... There's so many bang average teams with massive faults and holes and uh, you know weaknesses. Um, Boston, yeah. their offense is so fucking turgid. It's um, speaking of players who are hurt a lot. Jalen Brown, I love him on his but he's, he's hurt a lot, isn't he? He is. He misses he is. games. That guy. Yes, again, I think that might be one of those. Where I know people say like, "Oh, can these two play together or whatever?" I don't think that really matters. But I think that those two assets have missed their peak value in that scenario next to each other, and that one or the other could again become really valuable again if, if the other's gone and the more complementary pieces brought in, maybe. But uh, I think they've slept on that a bit long. Again, you get emotion. People get emotionally attached to these things. It's tough to build a team when your two best players are wings. It's, mm. it's everything around. It's got to be really complementary and spot on. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one. It is. Mm. 
But how do you get that then? If you know what I mean, how do you get that? It's it's difficult, and they don't seem to be. So uh, they tried the whole dominant point guard thing with Kemba, didn't they? And that didn't really work. Well, well, look at this. It's not even that, is it? It's so first it was Kyrie, Isaiah Thomas, then it was Kyrie, then it was fucking, then it was Kemba Walker. What a day! Just fuck everybody else and shoot point guards. Like that's that's what they are. That's that's what they were brought in to do as well. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, like those two, you need Ricky fucking Rubio. Yeah. Somebody like that. (laughs) Yeah, Marcus Smart is not that guy. So you need a ball handler with a a veteran ball handler who can, who is literally pass first, get those guys both going. And yeah, there's not many of those who are that good enough to do that. And they are just going seemingly for the, it, it's, it's a fundamental flaw in Brad Stevens' basketball philosophy. It's a fundamental flaw. There's a reliance on the point guard to just pick and roll and score points when it gets tight at the end. It really is. Like the one season it did work is the IT season. And yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. It's not even until he got hurt. Who the fuck has won an NBA title with a five foot six bloke trying to get layups? <laughs> N- name it. Name the team that did it. It's like Iverson couldn't do it, and if Iverson couldn't do it, fucking Isaiah Thomas isn't going to do it. Mm. Like, like, yeah, it's it's a fundamental flaw there. And it's definitely yeah, coming to a point there, isn't it, where something's got to change? You'd imagine it's all coming to a. It's all coming to a head. I don't know why the owners seem to have put so much into Brad Stevens. I, I really don't. After a, after a decent start, it was really inauspicious coaching tenure for the last two or three years. So Danny Ainge has rocked up at Utah now. Utah. Yeah. Mormon Danny's rocked up in Mormon, Utah, and in Mormon <laughs> Central. It's been spitting distance of the tabernacle, isn't it? That's why he's there. <laughs> Um, our man uh, Ennis Cantor, or she's called Emis uh, Freedom, there. He's had an month or so, hasn't he? Um, started off on the right track and then lost, lost his thread a bit with some of the comments. Like, shy, Ennis. Uh, yeah, he was rocking up on yeah, Fox News. Points. It's like, I think you're missing the point here. Yeah, yeah you're calling out the wrong people, Ennis. It's, uh, yeah, 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 I think he's yeah. You've done you've done the right sums, but got the wrong answer there. <laughs> I'm sure his heart's in the right place, but yeah, he's not. I've not really thought this one through. I don't think fully. But, so. Yeah, I think he's. I think his partner is um, a wealthy family, and yeah, I don't know. He seems to be doing very much lots of work, paid work to big up the state of Israel and stuff. I'm not yeah, really sure. well, not not really sure where it's going. I don't know. It seems no. to not really sit very well with his criticism of China for. Their treatment of the Urgers, which yeah, like yeah, there seems to be some sort of I don't know brand pivot. This is the best way I can put that. Yeah, a a rebrand and a re a new direction for twenty twenty. He seems to have reined it in the last few weeks. I think someone's maybe had a little tap on the shoulders. Just settle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Right, we'll have a short break and uh, we'll be back to hit on some more of these teams. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Hannah from Boston Celtics. Just want to give a quick shout out to Dylan, giving him Mike, the pick and roll boys. Uh, just want to wish you guys a, a good luck in a new season. And also, kids out there, you know, just always stand up for what you believe in, man. Whatever happens in life, always uh, speak your truth. 
and always stand up for democracy, human rights, justice, and freedom. So what else is there? What else is there in the East? The Pacers, who are just the Pacers, I mean, still no TJ yeah. Warren. Just constant trade noise around Sabonis and Miles Turner, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, um... Makes sense, though. It makes sense. Again, those two assets may be the highest value they are. Do you want to keep both? Do you keep one? Build around one? I don't, I don't necessarily build around either of them. They both look There's a lot, of, a lot of teams who could use a player like Miles Turner. Imagine Miles Turner on the Hornets now, how much better they would be. Um, Imagine Miles Turner on the Warriors. Yeah. Not sure offensively fits, but defensively, yeah. No, no but defensively, yeah, yeah. And you've been able to carry uh, non-scoring centres throughout your, their heyday. Kevin Looney, he's a non-scoring centre. <laughs> I think Miles Turner's got a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. More to so. Yeah, the paces again, you're just not quite sure where they're going until the move's made. I, mean, I actually like all their players individually and stuff. Me it's too, like, me too. Like, I, I, I like to fit the bonus into really teams. Yeah. I like fitting the bonus into teams, but yeah, there's something missing. The Hawks have been uh, somewhat of a disappointment, I might say, after reaching the conference finals last year. Um, is it a disappointment or, or is it a regression to the mean? Yeah, I think they're a slightly... I think they're a better team than their record suggests. Um, but not a not much better team than their no. record suggests. I, I thought their seeding, where they finished last year, was a sort of accurate reflection. But they got really lucky with their draws. Like, yeah. the aberrant Knicks. If they'd not got, they got an halfway decent team, they got, they got smacked in the first round and, and everybody had been like, oh yeah, they did well. You know what I mean? Trey, Trey Young acquitted himself well and, uh, yeah, but, Again, I just I don't see how they I don't see how they trouble a serious team over seven games. Well, they're just god awful defensively, aren't they? I mean, they've got the third best offense. The scoring's not a problem. You look down the roster, and yeah. a lot of people who can put the ball in the basket. It's just stopping it. The other turn end. styles on defense. Yeah, whenever Trey Young's Trey Young's part, you sort of starting five, you're going to struggle at the point of attack. Uh, you know, yeah, I think DeAndre Hunter's out now. He's got wrist surgery and stuff, and there's been some trade noise around Cam Reddish and stuff. I'm not quite sure why. I don't really see what the upgrade is there, but um, they definitely need to do something defensively, don't they? Um, just to sort of steady the ship there. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I think the Cam Reddish trade stuff is, I think that's them putting that out because, again, I think he might be, like, he's one of those where Fancy's if you're a highly regarded, Fancy's a bigger role somewhere, and if you're highly regarded uh, in a draft, so if you drafted quite high, you still carry that for quite a while, but it it it, it, that, it only lasts two or three years after your first team sort of thing. The idea that you've got potential. People people took a chance on Anthony Bennett a couple of times despite what they seen, because you know they were high draft picks. It's still, I like Reddish. He looks a decent player when he's playing as well. Again, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But I, I think that. Does he look like somebody that you think, oh, yeah, he should have been drafted as high as he was? It's like the Knicks, uh, again, with uh, RJ Barrett, isn't it? Looked to be kind of kicking on and stuff. And took a step back this year. Um, Randall, who you mentioned earlier, I don't think everyone really thought he was that all-star level, you know, 
top 15 type player and I think that regression was always probably coming, wasn't yeah. it? But um, Some, Somebody did the, the Knicks. Somebody, like, like I say, I'd have been just, who can we get? Who can we get? Who can we get? I bet you, you could have shot him for like Marvin Bagley and the Aaron Fox or something last year. Possibly, you know, like, it's, it's possible with Sacramento, you know. Yeah, yeah, but like, like you could have, you could have done something decent with that, and and yeah, there was no way he was going to be Julius Randle All Star. <laughs> this is the thing. Where, where are you going if he is your best player as the Knicks? You know, what's the goal? To, you know, let Tibbs make the playoffs to say, oh look, you know. Um, Thibodeau, I can get the team to play for something. Well, where's that essentially take you if you're the Knicks? You know, that, well, that's their problem. The seems to have got jumbled, doesn't it, somewhere along the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. He, he seems to. It, I think they were just desperate for some sort of relevancy, and yeah. eventually, what 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 can you do? You can't change your whole roster, so you change the coach. That's, that's always what happens in sport, and they did it. It sort of worked, but now they've got some all right young players. They're not. They're not in the place where you need Tibbs as the coach at this point. No, you should be playing quickly 30 minutes a game. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah. Like, so, ooh, I think they're going to potentially mess up their long-term or their medium-term yeah. growth for short-term gains. No, I agree. Um, yeah, their defense has not been anything like the level it was last year. Um, no else missed no, no. which isn't help. But, so. I, I think there's a touch of the Biesla about tips. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's this is like a. I get, I get the sense he's quite no intense. Max, you know, window isn't. And, and and I think his stuff starts. I think players just. I think they just stop listening to it. Whatever, if you know what I mean. I don't know what it is, how it relates to players, but there seems to be a brief window where he can give you a significant uptick, and then. There's a backward step, you know, that way he rolls back down the beach again. Well, then the egos of individual players who've got different goals kicks in as well, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I just remember this time at the Wolves, if you know what I mean. They looked like they were going to kick on to be something when he went there at first. It was a good start, and then, yeah, it, it fell apart. I, I just wonder if there's a similar pattern emerging here. We shall I, see. I, I think... I think maybe he's a little bit like like Pop, in that he tries to impose his will on basketball without being the uh, without without like the the genius of Alex Ferguson, which was just to see how the wind's blowing. Pop actually had success though. To, yeah, to yeah, and yeah. But, but what is he now? He's just like an. Old, you listen to him now bitching about three pointers and stuff. He's he's like a fucking. He's like a, a donkey salesman standing by the motorway, swearing blind that cars will never catch but on. They're just waiting for him to say, "I've had enough on it." They're never going to make him. They're never going to force him out of it. This is the thing. Is no, no. So they're just stuck there with this inertia. Yeah, if you look at the Spurs sort of roster, they've got not a single player averaging over like twenty a game. You know, there's, there's no one player you think right we can build around here. Is there? They've been obviously in that not in the lottery and the back end of the you know sort of first round. And they've hit on picks yeah. and stuff, but you're never going to find, you know, Deontay Murray's not a franchise player, is he, you know? No. And, uh, and, no. and that's no. the problem with, uh, you know, never really bottoming, bottoming out, if you will. As much fun as Jakob Pertle is. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be taking you out, is it? No, no. And, well, like I say, Pop just seems to not like basketball. Well, they, it's weird because when they, they last won the title and the ball movement was there and they were hitting loads of threes and stuff, you were like... 
this is beautiful. Basketball has just seems completely gone away from it, haven't they? It's yeah, she didn't yeah. like it, even though it brought them success. It's, it's a strange one. Well, I, I don't know if maybe that was him talking that shit because, well, he had DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge as his two highest paid players who neither of them were good at hitting threes particularly. So maybe a lot of that was just him trying to control the public narrative, as it were, perception of his team. But geez. It made some strange moves. It's weird. Like, Fad Young was just buried on this team, you know. You'd think he could be helping someone somewhere. Um, certainly yeah. not washed up yet. Wouldn't imagine. And just giving Zach Collins like 20 odd million quid. He's not played a minute. Fucking surprise, surprise, you know. Um, yeah. Just some really strange front office moves as well. Yeah, yeah. It all just seems, um, I don't know. It's a bit like, I, I just imagine when you go to the San Antonio head office that like, it's just a bit 90s in there now. You know, like the furniture and stuff. <laughs> you know, you just get that, you know, you go to, you know, you visit a business and you're like, ooh. A lot of leather. Yeah, a lot of leather, if you know what I mean, just like fake plants or something. Just like, ooh, ooh, all your, all, all your staff have got a bit old now, maybe you've been a bit too loyal in places, like just, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'll see if you dyeing the hair again. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, like, it's, a bit, it's a bit like Woolworths. <laughs> you know what I mean, CNA or Take something, like, the time's changed. Yeah, that, that, that's totally it, if you know what I mean. Like, these once mighty brands that do what they did because that's worked for them previously without accepting that, yeah, time, time's change and things change do, with time. Seem to be in a bit of a holding pattern there, don't they? that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're just stuck. Until pop goes, I just don't see how anything changes there. The Grizzlies I still enjoy watching. They're just so plucky and uh, foully. They foul a lot. Um, yes. Which yes, is not great, it, but, um, it's not quite a grit and grind, but it's something similar. <laughs> no, it's something like that. It is something, it's something similar. They're always just smashing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like if they do make the playoffs, they're going to be absolutely fucked over <laughs> seven games as it starts getting half court and slow. Just yeah, people fouling out and stuff. I don't. I'm not sure they've got that restraint just yet, but. Weirdly, they went on a sort of ten, what, ten and one run when John Morant was out, didn't they? Um, yeah. Kind of lost three in a row since. The Warriors beat them. They're really a Warriors bogey team. I hate Warriors. Seem to hate playing Memphis, but um, not the better of them in that one. But um, yeah, they're just a fucker to play against. I, I do yeah. enjoy watching them. They, uh, and Jackson seems to have stayed healthy this year, which uh, is a big plus for them. Yes, can he stay healthy? That's a big question. But yeah, because he's yeah he needs to be healthy to fulfil a lot of his potential. Yeah, Jarman still fucking great fun to watch. I do. He's going to break his neck at some point. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. He is. Um, he is one of those must see players. Yeah, I think. I'd, 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 I'd really I'd... like to see him in the flesh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'd really like to see him in the flesh, but also I think he's sort of so exciting and sparky like that. I, I think his career might be, that might be his stall set out, if you know. You don't want to get a Derek Rose idea, that's, that's the fear. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's my fear for him. He doesn't seem to land as awkwardly, which is always good, but, so, yeah, it's certainly reckless abandon attacking the wind. <laughs> it is glorious, but, <laughs> Yeah, it is hard in the mouth stuff sometimes. 
Yeah. The Jason Kidd uh, era in Dallas is not exactly got to a hot start, has it? Who could have foreseen that? J- Jason Kidd's not that great at coaching basketball teams. Who, who knew? Yeah, who there's knew? lots of stories come out about Rick Carlisle's relationship with Luca and stuff, and, and not liking the way he spoke to players, and there's the Harala Bob stuff and all that. There's a lot, a lot of shit was going on, obviously, wasn't it, the last two years? Uh, yeah. Behind the scenes there, which... Uh, if I'm not on the same page and stuff, but um, Jason could definitely not an upgrade. I think it's safe to say at this point. Yeah, Jason Kidd definitely not an upgrade, but also Luca, not it. Looking out of shape, to be fair. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah I don't think he's it. I don't think he got it. I think he's well, kind of had the... high on the smell of his own farts. He's got ability, but I don't think he has it. There's certainly a lot of bitching to the refs. I mean, under Carlisle, they had sort of one of the historically best offences ever, didn't they? Um, yeah. They don't look I, anything I think, like that. Um, I think they're crazily overvaluing Luca, and I, I think they'll just do that where they end up with, like, like I don't know, maybe he'll, maybe it'll come good like Dirk when he's fucking 40. He's only 22. He's just, enough, he's just lost enough to learn. But yeah, right now, and for the foreseeable, he ain't it. In terms of what? His play or? Character. Character, um, you know, in the same way that, like, after... He certainly doesn't look to put the effort in defensively from what I've watched. Yeah, but after the early mocking, after the early mocking and, like, uh, jingoism and making fun of his name, it became quickly apparent that Yanis was fucking serious, like, about about his craft, about getting yeah, yeah. better, about looking after himself, about wanting to be a champion about with his team and all that stuff. I don't see any of that with Luka Doncic. I see somebody who's really good at basketball and somehow thinks he's that that's that. That's all he has to be. But if you look at the different backgrounds of how they came into the game and stuff, Luka's basically told his best links in sliced bread since probably what, probably about ten or eleven. You know, yeah. playing for Real Madrid as a teenager. But Yanis's paths obviously completely different, and you can you can see possibly how that affect their approach. Yeah. Um, Evident. But yeah, I I think you might be doomed to uh, at this point him being a Demar Derozan type or something, unless there's some sort of switch in him. I think it's more to do with the players around him, to be honest. I don't think I, I, a I think he could top. I think he could top out at James Harden, a Hall of Fame career. But, but constantly having people saying like, oh, look, you're out of shape. Oh, look, you can't win. Oh, look, doesn't do it in the playoffs. All that. Like, I think that might be. You know that defense, that they say? defensive effort this year certainly reminds me of them. Yeah. Some of those Rockets Harden teams where you just completely like, oh, fuck it. You know, so yeah. that's okay. That's kind of what yeah. I mean. Like, I, yeah. I just I don't see he has that stuff about him to get to that next bit. I've got a bit more confidence possibly than you, but so, yeah. It's not great so far this year, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. I actually think they're just a bit of a fucking sideshow. I don't watch it, I'll try and avoid them. No, they've gone from being one of my sort of favourite teams to watch to like, I can't really watch these. It's, yeah, it's pausing, it's posting up and stuff. <laughs> so Jason Kidd, you know, doesn't hurt his feelings. That's the way to run a basketball team, what are you talking about? Isn't it? I do like Jalen Brunson there, who, uh, yeah. he's a free agent, I think. At the, yeah, yeah, he'll walk away and he'll have a really good career somewhere. Someone is going to throw the Fred Van Vliet level offer at him, because he definitely looks like he could be a starting point guard, you know. Yeah. Not all-star level, but, um, 
he's tricky. He's crafty around the rim. He can fit a good defender. Um, yeah, I think he's going to get paid by somewhere. I don't think he's going to be Dallas, put it that way. Yeah, no, no. I, uh, yeah, I just, I don't see them. I don't see them manif- like shaping into some sort of serious threat anytime soon. No, not this year. The, the West's such a mess, isn't it? All these teams have got massive either injury issues long-term or just question marks. And the Clippers, obviously Kawhi was out, but it looks like Paul George is out now. Elbow yeah. ligaments, that's going to be a couple of months, you'd think. So you can pretty much cross them out, making any serious noise in the playoffs, you'd imagine. Uh, it's got to be good for your shooting action as well. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, he's a God, how many shoulder, elbow, whatever is, you know, could he raise his yeah. arm? We said the other year, could he? So, yeah, they're kind of all in, aren't they, as well, those two. So, it's, I'm uh, mm, not sure if you're the clipper. I mean, Ty Lu, whether you think of him as a coach, he's kind of kept the heads of a water, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Coaching wise and stuff. But, um, yeah, they're in a bit of trouble now. Yeah, it's, it's not sure. Again, it's not sure where they, where they go or what they're doing. They're all in, aren't they? You know. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it's just it. I mean, their plan was it's Paul George and Kawhi, and then some other blokes. Which is great. It's a great plan if they're healthy. Which but. is great, but well, it isn't if you consider that Paul George and Kawhi are two of the players of that sort of level with really long-standing, not great injury records. No. So, if you think of it in that, it's a bit like I'm going to build my house here on this sand dune. Yeah, so I, I I do think there is a lot of a lot of wishful thinking with people, and I don't know, to leave yeah. in their own masseuses. Speaking of injuries, what a difference less than a year makes for the Denver Nuggets. I mean, after the All Star break last year when they traded for Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray was firing and yeah, waxed the Clippers, didn't they? They looked like fucking hell, like. They could win it all. Yeah, they, they were so good offensively, and just like that, yeah, you know, you know, Murray's gone. Michael Porter Jr. now fucking could be career threatening. That I mean, back surgery again at that age, just again though. Uh... It was always on the cards if you listen to anyone who saw his medicals before the draft. It was obviously a punt from Denver, but um, they got him paid him a year early as well. Which yeah, yeah, but reading him up a year early wasn't that that, that wasn't the same. That that wasn't the Hail Mary or something. That that was yeah. I don't know. Is that naive? I don't know what you call that. Stupid. Never always. But yeah. They always seem to reward their own guys, don't they? But um, there was no rush to pay. We didn't have to pay him. It's uh, yeah. no. Doesn't look good there. No, um, no, it doesn't look good. And again, foreseeable, mm. foreseeable stuff. It wasn't like you couldn't. Yeah, they were game under five hundred Denver. Um, the offense is. Really struggle, obviously. Jokic is carrying such a big load. Um, so, a decent chance of making the playoffs, you'd imagine. And, uh, you know, if Murray comes back at the end of the season, who knows? But um, <laughs> we've not been on air since the uh, Markeith Morris Jokic incident, have we? Ah, yes. <laughs> and Markeith Morris has not been back on the court since, actually. He's fucking he's out still. So. Yeah, I kind of think he was asking for it. I don't know how you need to be stretched off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone was going to do it sooner or later, weren't they? To one of the Morris twins. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of what, did you see the Patrick Beverly Balanchunas one? I don't think I did actually. Uh, Balanchunas is standing on the free throw line, waiting to take a free throw, 
Oh, I have Patrick seen Beverly that. comes yeah, and stands true. next to him yeah, yeah, and, like, stands yeah. on his foot. So he uh, pushes him off, <laughs> and Patrick Beverly, like, gets up on his toes. And I was I was just willing, Valentunis, to open palm, like, slap Pat Beverly. He was just, just open him, palm. He? he just straight slap him across the face <laughs> and be like, now nah, you've got to do something. What? And it, it's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it does. I don't know what that does for your team. I don't know what he thinks that does to the other team. Like, I just... I quite um, like Marky testing Jokic's gangster and he's just like, no, fuck off. Like, yeah. Fine, um, get down. Yeah, they've um, they played the Heat since then as well, so there's no chance of him coming back for any kind of revenge because he's let him. But I think, I do believe the Nuggets play the Clippers tonight. So it'd be interesting to see if... Uh, his twin brother starts getting aggy tonight and fucking if Marcus thing yeah um, one to watch possibly you wouldn't rule it out let's put it that way no no going on form you wouldn't rule it out yeah right let's blast through uh, some more of these teams Minnesota Finchie he, he seems to be doing an alright job they're certainly better defensively aren't they um, yeah yeah uh, no but they, they still need a proper point guard I don't, I, I'm not buying a DeAndre Russell thing still so. I think their improved defense is making them semi-relevant. Um, it's still a weird roster, isn't it? I don't know. It's still a weird roster. I, I do think that maybe they've got about the most talented player in the NBA just sat, just doodling along there for them in Carl Anthony Towns. The pieces. Yeah, I, 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 I think Towns has had a bad time of things, and oh, um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, maybe needs a, a change of scenery, and a change of scenery could, oof, like, yeah. he could be one of the best free players in the league without question. You'd, you'd imagine he could get you get a decent haul for him. I think maybe time to strike, isn't it? It's... Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not. Yeah, now's the time to go. Boom. Um, I, I, I think I think what happens is they're they're just stung by that Kevin Garnett thing, but without realizing that if they'd have kept Kevin Garnett. It's not like they didn't won the title. They've just still been what they were with Kevin Garnett. They hung on to him too long, didn't they? That was the thing. Yeah, well, a lot of time people people attribute growth of players making a different situation as if that would have happened there. But I don't think it would. Yeah. I don't think it would. But yeah, I, I think he that's a situation that just he needs to change. And he yeah, they could get a load for him, and it would seem mutually beneficial to me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. Players in need of a change of situation. The Ben Simmons thing in Philly's still a stalemate. Um, he continues to pay hefty fines. Um, uh, Daryl Morey remains obstinate as ever. Um, I think even the fucking Sixers fans are getting sick of this now. And for the people I read on Twitter and articles and stuff from Philly, they're not a massive fan of Doc Rivers either and his offense and his general coach. I don't think anybody is, is he? Okay, yeah. anybody's a massive fan of, of Doc Rivers. Uh, I think I think uh, Daryl Morey is a genius to people who don't like basketball. And if you do like basketball, you're just a fucking mouthy GM. Again, I am the smell of his own farts, but what's he done? What's he done? Ditto Philly. Do you like them Spectrum uniforms? Did you see those? Like I do, do like those Spectrum I really yeah, do like those Spectrum uniforms. <laughs> I really do. I would quite... Um, I would, and over money if I saw one in the shop, they are beautiful. But, uh, that's yeah. the only positive thing I can say about Philly. And Seth Curry's shooting, which has been ridiculous. But, uh. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't look like a contender, do they? No, no, they don't. They're just again, they just there's something not right there. They don't look like they're going to get over it, over the whatever it is. No. Whatever. Did we it talk is. about Charlotte? Um, briefly. We didn't talk about Charlotte. No. No, I mean, still fun to watch. I mean, they're chucking a load of their offense is great. I mean, the the top five guys play a lot of minutes. Ball, Haywood, Bridges, Rosie, yeah. Aubrey. They take a lot of threes. They, they're chucking them up at the right clip, but. Um, Again, they just need that Miles Turner sort of defensive centre just to yeah. hold it together. Mason Plumley yeah. just not, uh, wasn't the right side. Yeah. Uh, what was weird is that, is that Jordan spent like what? Really good team there, you know. What was weird is Jordan spent a decade throwing huge contracts at crap centres. <laughs> yeah. Like obstinately, when nobody else was, he was throwing money at Bismack Biombo and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when nobody like when nobody else was like everybody was like we need shooting lively for like like lively guards. He was he was throwing it all at big slow centers. Now, yeah. now they've not got any left on the books. <laughs> nah, it's a funny one. Yeah, they're just a player away really because their defense is a fucking train wreck. Uh... Yeah, an absolute train wreck. Yeah, an absolute um... train wreck. The Wizards have come back down to earth after that hot sort of 10 or 3 start, haven't they? And uh, the yeah. uh, ever rated Bradley Beal scoring down like 8 points a game, shooting like 28% yep. from 3. I've, I've never got it. I'm, I've gone on record on this podcast many times saying I just don't get the whole Bradley Beal thing. I don't, I don't understand why his trade value is so high. Um, well, yeah. is it? Because he's never been traded. He's one of those players that yeah, a lot of pundits like to talk about, but there isn't... Like, it's easy, because you can look and see, if you just looked at stats and say, oh, yeah, they did that, and Bradley Beal scored that many, and all, and, all, and Bradley yeah, Beal scored, must Bradley have been really Beale good. Do you know what I mean? Give, give, yeah, a, give, us, yeah. give us a moment, Bradley Beal did something memorable. But also, also, it's just, I think he does something which good 40% of the players in the league could do if they were given that amount of ball and like freedom yeah like, I, I think there are, 30 a game when yeah you just yeah, you can shoot whenever you want I guess it's, I yeah is, is he is he better or worse than Zach Levine I don't know I'd rather have I'd rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have Zach Levine yeah yeah but if you listen to it <laughs> Yeah, if you listen yeah. to if you listen to the punditry, then then Bradley Beal is perennially the the one missing piece for every team. But I'm not sure he is. Not not in what the Wizards would be expecting for him. What you'd have to give up to get him just doesn't seem like it's worth it. Well, obviously, never had the sort of Godfather offer, have they? Otherwise, he wouldn't be there. You know. Maybe they have, and they're like, this is all we've got. This is our guy. Because, again, that's a thing people get caught up on, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. People get emotional yeah. about their assets. Yeah, speaking of guards not having great uh, career years, down years, if you will, uh, your man Dames struggled out the game. Um, the three's are down. Um, the scoring's down. The shooting numbers are sort of career worst. Um, yep. Do you think he'll pull this round? I mean... Yvonne O'Shea's gone now. Finally, that book's closed. Um, bit of a mess in Portland, isn't it, really? It's, uh... it's all a fucking mess. It's all a mess. And um, I think it's going to get a lot worse. I think it's going to get a lot worse. It would appear. It's, uh, it's a bit like I don't Dallas. think it's come to a head yet. 
Yeah. I think it's come to a head yet. Come to a head next summer when they when I don't, I think the Blazers have gone like fucking tenth or something. Like yeah. I think it's 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 really not good. I think Chelsea Phillips isn't isn't an NBA coach at this point. Again, it's all Terry starts. It's like Dallas, but you're not upgrading. You know, it's just, we've never yeah. coached him. You know, no track record of anything. Um, but what was it? They had consistency, consistency, yeah. and it all sort of stayed on there since Paul Allen before he died, and then he died, and you got rid of you got rid of the owner, GM, and the coach have gone in the last three years, and two of them in the last three months, basically. So, yeah, it's all over the place, isn't it? Does anybody there know what's going on? Two and twelve on the road, which yeesh. yeah, fucking yeah. awful. And twenty eighth in defense. So, um, CJ is CJ is not very well specified lung injury. Collapsed lung. Apparently, he's not, I don't think it's yeah. as bad as it sounded. He could be back in right. a week or so, but um, yeah, still not good. Um, no, but again, there's a player should have cashed in when his value was high. Mm. As soon as they made the Western Conference Finals and he torched the Blazers in, the, I mean the, the Nuggets in that game, um, I'd have I'd have shot him then. And again, has Bradley Beal ever done that? <laughs> no, I mean, there, no, there's, we, there's more memorable yeah, CJ have, moments in the playoffs than there is Bradley Beal. Well, there are, hey, there's more memorable CJ moments than a hell of a lot of players that people talk about as being really good. When was when did Demar Derozan scorch anybody like that in a game seven? And put a team on his back. Like, there's all a whole lot of team. How many players can you think of have actually done that and put in like a, a game seven? If Michael Jordan would have played that game seven. It, it'd have been in that Last Dance documentary, and they'd have been interviewing <laughs> people sat in the third row and said, "Oh, well, you know, Michael had overeaten at lunchtime, which made it even better." <laughs> you know, I've always liked it. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. But I, I don't. It's not that I don't dislike him. This is what I mean. I've, it's it's never that I've disliked him. It's he's the asset. So how do the Blazers get better? It's the thing not with Blazers, to... the thing with the Blazers is you watch Steph Curry play for the Warriors, and he's not an all defensive player by any stretch, but he fucking tries his ass off, and he gets yeah. the scheme, and he's in the right places, and he makes the right reads. Damian Lillard's never shown any of that on the defensive end, and I get it. He's probably three inches smaller, slightly disadvantaged, but he's never shown any kind of willing to be a defensive player and it's Luka Doncic is kind of a bit like this at the minute and maybe that'll you know change as his career it moves on a bit but you, you can't just be a one way player anymore it doesn't work like that it's, yeah, you know, no. if you want your team to have success you know very high and you know um, well it's, it's the Kobe thing isn't it it's got it's getting similar to Kobe now and this is what annoys me there, is that um, you can if you want to be that guy but then you're gonna have you're gonna have what at least two guys who are just defense only. So then you're essentially just playing four on five, whether you're going on offense or defense. It, it's this is Jazz's problem. This is the Jazz's problem with Gobert and Mitchell. You're playing four on five always, always because yeah, Gobert can't contribute when you're on offense, and Donovan's hey when it comes to defense. So you can't you can't you can't carry that if you know what I mean and be su- like successful long term. It's going to be so interesting to see how they go in the playoffs this year. It's kind of now and ever really. This is exactly the fucking same. They'll do exactly the same, and or maybe they get lucky with some COVID stuff and have a like a an aberrant year and skip on, and then that convinces everybody else to carry on buying in because they've invested so much time sunk into it already. 
which again is something humans are really bad at, the time sunk fallacy. And evaluating how good or bad you are, you know. It's, it goes back to Portland, you know, when they got to that conference finals and stuff. Did they, they think they were just one or two moves away? And it seems like Neil O'Shea thought they were, you know. Well, they may have been one or two moves away, but that one or two move was, was entirely predicated on giving up either Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. Like, it wasn't coming from anywhere else. It wasn't coming in free agency. It wasn't coming from your picks and putting together a package that included Zach Collins or fucking Myers Leonard. If you know what I mean? Like, it just, it wasn't coming that way. They had two highly, highly valuable assets. I forgot about Myers Leonard. He talked himself out of the league, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Jesus. He did indeed. Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's all around. it is. Yeah, he probably is. He's got a successful YouTube channel playing Warzone, probably. Okay. Um, are you ready to laugh at the Lakers yet? Of always. Wow. That, this is what happens when GM LeBron trades your whole fucking depth away to Rusty. Uh, we kind of said as much, didn't we, on the pre-season pod. Uh, we could see yeah. how this was heading, but... Um, and we're wow. right there. We're Bottom right there. there. Right there. I, I don't know if Le- actually, I still don't know. Was LeBron thinking I'll just get regular season powerhouse Rusty to do the heavy lifting? It might have been some of the thinking, yeah. During the regular season, but then, how's that going to work in the? Well, I'll just take the ball off Rusty, and he'll he'll be all right with that. He's always shown he's willing to give up give up himself for the team. Anthony Davis now out with a sprained MCL, reevaluated in a month or so, so that doesn't look good. He's probably going to be out till the All Star break, so. Their schedule's been pretty favourable so far as well. I mean, they're 16 and 18. I'd say having to be separated from Dwight Howard on the bench doesn't look good either. <laughs> I forgot about that one. That was fucking yeah, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, their defence is keeping them barely respectable. They're 26th in offence. I mean, they've just got absolutely no shooting, um, which no, is a problem nothing. when the Rock James is the fulcrum of your team. And um, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, he was sat on the sofa a month ago. Coming in and playing 32 minutes. Darren Collison. Like warming up in the fucking G League. Yeah, Stanley Johnson's Selenia rotation. Mello's playing 38 minutes a night. This is not, eh? This is not how to build an NBA team in 2000. <sighs> Absolutely insane. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, this is what happens, yeah, when you don't have a GM. Because well, they don't have a when GM. People, uh, people vote for Rob Polinkras. Executive of the year when they won the bubble title. Like, yeah. Are we sure about this? Are we sure this guy knows what he's doing? It's, uh... Yeah, what a mess. I'm, I can't say I've not been enjoying it. It's, um... But they're, they're stuck. How do they get like, out of this? Do do How do they get out of this? Well, what would you do? Trade Russell Westbrook? That's not happening, is it? Who's taking him? Who's taking him? Yeah, so how do Who's you get out of this? Anthony Davis is their only yeah. piece. Anthony well, Davis is their only piece. Again, are we sure he's all that? No, no, yeah. I don't think he is. I've said many, many times on this he, pod, I don't think he is. bubble with some very fortuitous look that other teams had. I, I don't think he is. That, whenever, whenever, like that time New Orleans burned fucking the Blazers, it it was Rondo. It was fucking, it, it, it was like Drew Holiday and stuff. It was players like that that were doing it. He, did, he had like one game. Oh, he had a good game three. All right. Um, don't. I don't know what it is. He's, uh, he looks like a fucking steroid as well. There, what's with fucking shoulders and muscles on top of muscles on shoulders as well? That what's all that about? He looks, he's weird. He's, he's a weird looking dude. He's, 
on the bronze body doesn't look bronze guy. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they need to get out of it. How long do you? How, what? What are you reckoning? Right. What are you reckon? Because isn't LeBron a free agent at the end of this year? Uh, let me have a look. I think he signs these short ones now, isn't it? I think it's no. Nah, this one was a bit longer. It's, uh, I think he's possibly got player option. Uh, yeah, LeBron's just got next year at forty-four. Uh. Westbrook's is a player option at forty-seven. Jesus Christ. And then you've got Hayes. So how, how long? So how, Ta- Taylor and Horton took as your really tradable contract with him if Kendrick Nunn can ever get healthy. Other than that, they're not. How long do you think? How long do you think before LeBron starts making eyes at Cleveland again? Yeah, I mean, people have been floating this theory, haven't they? And uh, he's definitely, he's definitely well, uh, you know, oh, I, you know, oh, I like, uh, he'll be putting out, you know, comments yeah. like, to uh, Mobley and stuff. Yeah, he's yeah, he's already. He's, all he's not there. in this for the Lakers, is he? He's what has he got now? Has he got left? What has he got left? I don't think he's got that much left. Like I said, I was saying before we even came on, it's been what Year 18, isn't five it? five years since he since he's been the best player in the league. There are thereabouts. Yeah. And what is he now? What what is he now? He's he's the third best front court player in the league behind Giannis and KD. Is he better than Jokic? Is he yeah. the fourth best front court player? That's all uh, we can keep. Yeah, so what, is the fifth best front court player in the league? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, not sure. I don't know what they do. I can't see a path to how they improve this team, really. Um, with all those veterans on minimum contracts, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. It's I think a few decent young players there that you, that you just traded away for yeah. Rusty. All their debts just gone, hasn't it, for a guy who's yeah. been shown to fuck up your team uh, time and time again. And LeBron's going to end up playing a lot of centre now, I'd imagine, with, which he doesn't really like to do, you wouldn't think. Because uh, they're not going to play DeAndre Jordan, you wouldn't imagine. And Dwight Howard's not. Something like that. Uh, and I go, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit of a fucking mess. And uh, what used to be the status. It's a real mess, though. It's a real mess there. I don't. I don't know how they get out of that. Like how they how they get out of that? I, no, I imagine LeBron is already trying to negotiate his way out of it. Do we need to talk about the fuck ups in Sacramento and the Pelicans and how the fact they're going nowhere? I mean, I don't know what's going on with Sacramento. I don't know why Harrison Barnes is still on that team. Maybe they should have moved on from him maybe a while ago. The Aaron Fox, possibly. Yeah. There they go. They got rid of yep. their coach, obviously, didn't they? Um, Pelicans, again, looked so bright three years ago. Who'd have thought the big, massive NFL linebacker-looking dude uh, who's really heavy would end up with feet problems, foot problems even, and not yeah. playing a game. I saw yeah. that one coming, didn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know. It's the myth of Superman. Everybody needs these myth of Superman. They need their sporting heroes to be different to them because... Well, if somebody imagine imagine if someone who was exactly like you, your body, your shape, your thing, he was bossing it in the NBA, then the answer would be like, all right, it's me that's not good enough. You know, a part of the reason we like our sporting idols, I think, is we need them to be superhumans, and so it's easy, it's much easier to write the narratives that this this guy is different. He was born different, but. Zion's a human and 
the NBA has never really been filled with high-flying dudes of that sort of body shape. Yeah. We said it from day one, didn't we? Like, he's he's clearly highly athletic because uh, of how he can jump and leap about, but it's that leaping around in shoes which grip on really grippy floor. If you know what I mean, that means maybe that, yeah, basketball, I'm not saying he is necessarily out of shape or anything like that, but yeah, maybe a linebacker or a different sport he'd be more suited to. Apparently he never, it's, it's he never took any advice from the Pelican medical staff either. He's got all his own team. Seems to be part of the problem as well. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, David Griffin's made a bit of a fucking pig's ear of this, hasn't he? Jackson Hazy, we picked eight. Um, got sent to the G League, you know. And, uh, yeah. Can't just fuck up these lottery picks like that, can we? And, um, I don't know what you could do with uh, Zion. I mean, that's, whatever that's you're feeling a, about yeah, the mellow ball, well, just letting him go for nothing just seems retarded. It's just like, if you're going to do that, why didn't you trade him at the trade deadline? You know, it's just blunder after blunder. Yeah. I, I don't get it. It's, it's a mess. Yeah, no, well, he's, he's, his reputation was built on Cleveland winning the title. Do we I know if, Yeah, yeah. Do, do we know if he did anything? What, what was his job as GM? Keeping LeBron happy, which essentially meant not being a GM. A word for the Rockets, who I've looked like Stephen Silas was out of a job when they started 1-16. and 16. They ripped off seven in a row, which probably yep. kept him in the job. But they're still embarrassingly bad. And the John Wall situation is just embarrassing for the league, really, isn't it? It's a guy yeah, forced yeah I, think, I think we might allowed. be having to take the Gilbert Arenas on this one. Yeah. But just it sad, might really. Be to Gilbert it. Yeah. I'm a massive John Wall fan, but just not, you know, just not playing the guy. It's like... There's got to be some kind of labour issue there, surely. I don't know. It's, he was on it. He was, he was fucking, yeah, he was unstoppable going down. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, too many injuries, too many, yeah, dynamic, loose, cutty sort of way of play now. Yeah. Again, I don't know why Eric Gordon and Daniel Tyson are on this team either. It's just, it's such an odd constructed roster. That, yeah. Yeah. It could be bad for a while. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. no, they're gone. They're done. They're done. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah. Uh, they're on um, that UFC dude who bought them. He's he's on the Clay Bennett tip. Oh god, yeah. Uh, That's what they are. Because it turns out, yeah, it, it turns out that an NBA franchise can't be value as an asset. It can only increase. So that's that's all people are interested in, isn't it? The Oklahoma City blunders, um, toiling away. Uh, of America. <laughs> Free Ludor. I, I do actually like um Free Ludor. I like Ludor. I like <laughs> SGA. And I like... Um, they're, just, they're just ruining Joe that Ingles kind of They're just ruining Porsche, Gilgis, all that too. It's just, I like know, that other lad, though. Shell shell. They've got that lad who's fucking Joe Ingles 2.0. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, yeah. 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 I, like, I quite like Josh Giddy. I just can't bring myself to watch them. It's, uh, it was quite funny oh, when they no, beat the Lakers. Like. Two times there, I was pissed at yeah. <laughs> like, Fucking hell, you're you really bad. Those. Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to... Worth. Yeah, we don't need to mention Orlando or the Detroit Pistons. Um, if you follow either of those teams, please forgive us, but uh, there's nothing to say there. Follow any of those, if you're following either of those teams, you've got lost. Basically, yeah. taking a long fucking turn. I think that's pretty much. Yeah, we've pretty much covered. Uh, no, I, I, I think, I think we need to be. It just should be having serious talk about the magic as a 
ongoing concern as a franchise. Yeah, it's, uh, Seattle look right for some cars. I don't know. I kind of, I'd rather move the Thunder back to Seattle, but uh, I can't. See I'd that. rather move to the Thunder or the Pelicans. Uh, that's not a real franchise. Yeah, the Pelicans are the one that looked like on borrowed time there. I think. Yeah, we've gone long here, but um, I'm going to keep you for five more minutes. Um, okay. With it being a festive season, I've got a... Uh, festive quiz? <laughs> festive quiz. Uh, the birthday spread is back, Gav. Oh. It's a festive edition. Wild chase in the dark. Yeah, you were pleased to know I've, uh, there's no terrible gags. It's just straight guest okay. work this time with a festive theme. Um so I've got, hang on, let's have a little one. I've got ten names for you. Okay. As usual, we've got to uh, guess the age of the player. Uh, I'll give you a margin for error. Um, yeah. I'll give you 60 years margin for error on these ten players. So you'll know most of them. Okay. You might not know. So um, kicking it off, um, New York Knicks centre, Nerlens Noel. There, Gavin. Nerlens Noel. Well, uh, I uh, think Nerlens Noel is twenty-nine. Twenty-seven. Quite uh, I, that was the first number that came in my head, but then I was like, "You're doing that thing where people are older than you." Remind it's twenty-twenty-two nearly, Gavin. Yeah, and he did one year at Kentucky, didn't he? And then yeah. Uh, flat, with a flat top, straight away. Uh, disappointing yeah. career, somewhat really for a high lottery pick. Uh, I couldn't really shoot. No. One of those springy guys who looks good on defense because he jumps up and swats a lot, but he doesn't actually block a lot. Okay, one for two then. Uh, next up, uh, Rakeem Christmas. Um, oh, Rakeem. Played for the Pacers, his power forward, in 2016-17 season. So, been out of the league a while now. Yeah, I'm going to say 34. No, not that old. No, he's uh, only 30. Uh, ah. On that one. So two for six uh, on that one. Okay. Um, here's one you'll know from uh, your childhood. Uh, long-time Hawks centre, Tree Rollins. <laughs> Tree Rollins. Tree Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> so there was a pun. <laughs> Uh, uh, last played in the league in ninety four ninety five for the Magic, uh, the Thailand. Yeah. Uh, so uh, getting up there in years. Sixty. Sixty six. Yeah. That's, from, That's uh, my six. Three for twelve. Oh, Doing all right. You're on track. Um, okay. Next we got Pacers swingman Justin Holiday. Um, actually, the oldest of the Holiday brothers. I didn't realise. Um, is he? I thought he was the middle one. Yeah, but I think I think he came to the league second, but I think he probably more right. That makes sense. Possibly, so, um, that makes sense. Yeah, just in holiday. Thirty. Thirty-two. <sighs> I was going to say Ooh. I'm sure Giroud's thirty. I don't know why I've said that. When I said it, I was like, ah. Yeah. So. Okay, another manual now. Um, Ooh. Basketball history. Rudolph Rudy Tomjanovich. 
Uh, Rudy Tomjanovic, Rudy Tommy, Tommy Cheeks. <laughs> five-time All-Star, Hall of Fame coach. Um, Fractured orbital socket. Yeah, Kermit Washington punching bag. Um, uh, oh, God. Yeah, Rudolph uh, Tomjanovic. 72. Ooh, 73. Very good. Ah. Yeah, that's really kept you in it. Five for 15. You're doing really well. Um, next up, a player we mentioned earlier, part of your uh, frisky Cavs team, Darius Garland. Festive. 21. 21, you've absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Yes. I think I knew that one. I actually knew that one. <laughs> uh, here's one you definitely won't know or wouldn't imagine. Um, former ABA point guard, last play for the Memphis Sounds in the 74 75 season. So they're going back Oof. here. Billy Shepherd. Uh, <laughs> oh, I get this. Escape of the barrel here for some days. <laughs> oh, I get this. Shepherd. Um, 74 75. So we're going back away. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's, I don't know, 68. 72, not bad. Not ah. bad. 7 for 19. I think I cream in this one there. Uh, okay. Another name you'll know. Former Sonics and Sixers guard. Last played in the league for the Cavs 2007-8. It's Eric Snow. Eric Snow. Oh. Big lad nowadays. Uh, I haven't. I can imagine though. He yeah. always was. Uh, he was of the that that sort. Yeah, Eric Snow is probably. So let me think. Forty-eight. He is forty-eight. You absolutely nailed it. Nineteen. Uh, He's one of those you can work out. How much older than he is he than me? Yeah. Um, I, I was like, first I was going to say 44, and then I was like, I'm 44, so I remember watching him play, so he can't. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ticking 50, big Eric, now. Okay, a um, couple more to go. Um, we've got Pistons guard, still in the league, I believe, uh, Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph? Oh! Um, 30. He's 30. Fucking you. Absolutely killing this one. He feels, feels like a 30-year-old. That's yeah. Corey. 19. You got, you got to be fairly old because didn't the Spurs trade for him? He, he, he was on the Spurs at some point. Right? Well, he was on the Spurs oh. at one point. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they don't like exactly. him but he's not. I think I gave you too big a spread here, but uh, never mind. It's all for fun. Uh, last one. Um, yep. Journeyman... Guard, forward type. Uh, last played in the league for the Pistons, 04-05. It's Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham. Ham and all that. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Yeah. <laughs> Darvin Ham. Last Is this played. the coach for the books now, I believe? Uh, Darvin Ham, I'm going to say 47. 48. So you've absolutely ah. pretty well done. Uh, that's it. That's the uh, the birthday spread festive edition for this there you year. Go. Um, Jesus' birthday. Uh, yes. Very much so. No NBA players uh, called Jesus, Jesus or Jesus that I'm aware of. Uh, I did have a look. But, uh, 
No. Doesn't appear to be the case. Uh, Gavin, I've took up far too much of your time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're back and, um, yeah, hopefully get to watch some more games, uh, over the coming months or so. Um, depending on how this COVID malarkey carries on and whatnot. Um, hopefully we're getting through the other side of it, but, uh, interesting to see the weird and wonderful name from the past cropping up in, uh, in the in the G League showcase. Well, maybe maybe that's it now. Maybe the G League is going to come become like that last chance saloon for people. Maybe. Maybe we'll see them there. Or maybe all those dudes who joined signed a contract with Ice Cube to be in that big free are like shit. I could have been getting my call back up. I'm sure Mabu Abdul Rove could still do a job in the league. He looks like eight stones still. Stick him <laughs> in the corner. Shoot yeah. Players. Katino um, Mobley does not age well though. <laughs> right, any more for any more? Any other thoughts? Uh, any, uh, any, uh, not really. Of... What? Not really. I'm just kind of. We've covered a lot there. I don't know. I'm kind of. It's been a weird old season again, hasn't it? Yeah, I'm stuck with this feeling of like I don't, I don't want another bullshit season. I don't know if I can cope with another five months of like this waft where we currently mm. are. You can't, know. We know the good teams are now. It's kind of like, can we just get on with this? It's yeah, more so than ever. Um, Strange it, that we not. Becoming... There was no trades after the sort of fifteenth when players could be traded or whatever. Players who yeah. signed contracts. Yes, been no moves at all, has there? It's, it's no, weird. no. It's a weird waiting game at the moment. Yeah, a weird waiting game. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's another good example of where maybe if we had a lot less games, all a lot of these protocols would be easier to observe. That teams would be able to throw out team like full strength sides. That there would be, you know, games of real consequence instead of what we've got now. It definitely seems to be hurting the product. You know, from one match yeah. you tune in, you don't know who you're going to see on whatever I, team. I, be, you know, Isaiah fucking Thomas, like just. Give over, if you know what I mean. It's not It's not a story about how a man get, never gave up on his dream or this this little plucky underdog fought his way back. It's, it's, the league is so fucking desperate for bodies. We've got Isaiah Thomas and Lance Stevenson dragged back from the grave. I can't like, believe Lance is back. Fucking insane, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Michael no, Beasley I, will be on the NBA roster at some point next week. I fucking, I'm willing to bet 20 <laughs> Fucking somebody find whatever shelter Delonte Weston. <laughs> he needs some money. He needs some money. Too far for Delonte, but JJ Barrett should definitely be in the league. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> fucking Dirk probably should come back at this rate. Like I don't know. That's I'm just brilliant. yeah. It really is showing that showing that thing of like this no. desperation to keep putting out this set amount of regular, meaningless regular season games as. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not it's for really, this year. I think they should really drastically cut the season down and say that's the reason why. Mm. It'll never happen though. We all we all know it, but uh, you can only hope. Yep, isn't it? Hey. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Okay. All right. Uh, until next time, check us out in all the usual places on the Twitter, on the YouTube yes. channel, and whatnot. And um, yeah, we'll be back hopefully. Well, maybe. Sometime just after the new year or before, we'll, uh, we'll open the gates to the Clarence Hall's fame, I think. Uh, it's a few people knocking on the door there. So we'll, uh, oh, there's loads, actually. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's really loads. So, uh, Gavin, until then. Until then. Thanks for your time. 
your love. Kiss while the mistletoe hangs above. You don't know what you're missing till you miss it. Christmas is fun.